talk. and welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much and I'm here with my guest uh, Ruth and I'll just get her to properly introduce herself now. Hi I'm Ruth. I am um, a mental health therapist, a retired homeschooling mom, retired children's pastor. My husband and I have been married for almost 28 years. We have Mm. three young adult children and I live and work in the suburbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the US. Awesome, Ruth. So I'm really excited because Ruth, as you guys heard, is um, with us from overseas in America. So thank you so much, Ruth. It was oh, a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, so um, the topic for today is homeschooling. So I'm really, really humbled to have Ruth agree to this because I'm a fan of hers. Uh, she is on TikTok and Instagram and she shares her tips on um, dealing with mental health in terms of young people. And so we're just going to discuss, um, as you heard, that she is uh, a retired homeschooling mum, and I'm really interested mm-hmm. to find out more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ruth, what made you think about homeschooling? Um, Well, my daughter was almost four, so she was still like a late three and a half or so. And we had to start thinking about preschool. I had never thought about homeschooling. I didn't know any homeschoolers. I mean, I had met one in my life, but it was just not even anywhere on my radar. But I struggled so much with the thought of putting her in school. I struggled so much with knowing the school system and knowing that like, for the next 15 plus years of education, because it was my daughter and then I have twin sons after her. Like, I just felt like it was going to be this nonstop battle with the, with the school system. And then my biggest concern that I would bring to God was I would say, Lord, how am I supposed to teach her all the things about you in the Bible if she's not home with me? You know, like there's a thing about spending enough time, like you need to have a quantity of time, not only just quality of time. And that is definitely missing when the kids are in school. So that's how I started. I just started praying to the Lord. I started praying, praying, praying. And slowly but surely he started bringing answers and people my way. And that's how it all started. Oh, awesome. So, uh, yeah. Like you uh, mentioned that you were afraid of all the issues that you would have if you put her into school. What kind of issues were those? Like, could you explain the type of issues that you're kind of afraid of? Yeah, I mean, definitely about God, creationism Mm. versus evolution, evolution being taught as fact rather than as a theory. Mm -hmm. And I understand that creationism is technically a theory, right? Like, I get that but it's the disrespect overall by some of the teachers. I myself, when I was in high school, I had a teacher and I still remember my science teacher, he pulled out a Bible and he said, if you believe that, then you would have to believe that the earth is only 2000 years old or something like that. Then you would be an idiot because of all these tests. Now I was like 15 at the time. So obviously I didn't know how to defend that, but I knew he was wrong. And so I started arguing with him. 
but some of that arguing wasn't even from faith. It's also it was also just because I was just like always wanting to pick a fight with someone. I hated school. I hated my <laughs> teachers. I was bullied, and so I had that. But imagine if I had friends and I wanted to be accepted and I wanted everyone to like me, which I didn't have that at that point, because um, like I said, I, I didn't like school. I didn't get along with a lot of people. Mm. And I thought about my kids, and um, and then when they are with teachers, and I see this now even with my clients, when they are with teachers all day long, like you have teachers say things mocking God, mocking prayer, just even jokingly, right?、Mm. But the kid is not old enough or strong enough because there's a power differential there, and they're not able to defend themselves like that. And a lot of Christian parents think like, oh, you know, they have to become defenders of the faith. Well, but no, because they are just not strong enough yet. And we have to believe that. We have to know that, and we have to protect our kids until they're old enough to be able to be defenders of a faith that they want. Yes.、Yeah. And so、um, that. So education, I mean, it just goes on and on, like just poorly taught subjects, which then there mean therefore means that the kid might struggle. And if a kid is struggling because it wasn't taught well, is it because the kid is dumb or what? Right? Like, and I don't think so because kids learn so differently.、Mm-hmm. And so it's just very cookie cutter, very exacting. And if you step out of that box, then they always label you, right? Like if you are if you're just very energetic, then all of a sudden you're hyperactive. Right, like just things like, just things like that, and、um, I had just, I just had serious problems with it. Like I said, I already had problems with school, and I just did not want to go through it again with my kids. Yeah, I actually went to Catholic high school.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had, a, it was still very.、Um, we can, I think, we can both agree, if we're being honest, that the、uh, public education system is just, you know, anti. Religion, anti-God, anyway. But I remember my biology teacher saying it was a theory. She doesn't believe it, and that sticks in my mind to this day. Like she's like,、mm. I have to teach you this, and I think that was so cool of her. To、mm. you know, other people might be like, that's so wrong. She shouldn't bring her faith. But I'm just like, everyone brings their faith, whether it's atheism or Christianity or Islam. They bring it into the classroom. They can't help it,、yeah. and. Yeah, I just remember that, and I think part of my struggle with my faith is that I was always academic, but also brought up in a Christian home, and that's, you know, I, I as a young person, struggling with that. Like, Lord, how can I believe in you when the science, when you know what I'm learning in school is saying that to believe、mm. in you is stupid. So,、right. yeah. So I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah.、Mm. Um, so yeah, what were your first steps when you so you made the decision to homeschool your your daughter, and what steps did you take? Like especially like for me, I'm just thinking you know nowadays we need a two parent income household. I'm always fascinated with that aspect of homeschooling.、Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, even before I had kids, I knew I wanted to stay home with my children. Mm. And、um, that was actually like I'm talking like since I was eight or nine. My my family we immigrated to the states from Korea when I was five years old,、mm. and when I was eight and a half, my mom had to start working with my dad, you know, in order to support our family, which I understand. But eight and a half is really young, right?、Mm. It's really young. 
In the city of Philadelphia, I had to start taking care of myself and my siblings. And so I wanted to be home with my children. And in fact, me and my three younger sisters, all of us are stay-at-home moms. We're stay-at-home moms. Oh, that's so cool. So it says a lot in terms of how, um, like how definite we were about that. I was staying home with whatever children I had. So when I met my my soon to be husband and we like started liking each other and he asked me on a date and I said, is this for marriage or not? And that kind of thing. I said, when, if I have children one day with whoever, I am staying home. Mm. Like I'm not working. So anybody I marry has to be okay with that. And if he had shown any questioning, I would not have dated that person. Um, and so when you start that way, it's easier. Like we didn't have a lot of stuff like we shared. I don't know how, you know, in other countries, I'm sure they don't, you know, it's overwhelming as it is in America because we have so much. But to have like one car is very unusual, right? In the suburbs, it's hard because everybody has a car. You have to have a car to get around where we shared one car for several years. We lived in an apartment with three babies. Uh, when my twins were born with we three babies and we still in a two bedroom, um, just things like that to make it work. Mm. So life never just got bigger just because we had more money. Does that make sense? Like we lived according yeah. to that. And then when my daughter was three and a half and I was struggling and I was praying, praying, praying. And I just said, God, I. I don't feel comfortable putting her in school. I feel so unhappy and so un unrested. Like, this is not the way you want me to be. So you have to take me to the school that you want. Because I really believe that God was just going to take me to like the perfect Christian preschool or something. Mm -hmm. Well, two weeks later, I got my parents magazine in the mail, just a regular like old fashioned magazine. And in it was this long article about homeschooling and they had quotes from all these homeschool families and each of them answered every doubt and question I had. And wow. then I was like, wow, Lord, okay, if this is what you want, then you have to bring someone into my life because I know nobody. Okay. Mm. Like this is just weird. Like what? And two weeks later, I literally met my first homeschool mom friend mm. and she's the one who started it. And so it was just like a step-by-step -step kind of thing. I didn't have a back. I don't have a background in education. Although I believe that all of us are educated. I don't think you need like special training. Um, but step-by-step -step, you just like, if you told me I was going to be teaching calculus at 12th grade or something like that, I would be like, what? But the next step was just teaching her how to read. That was like the first thing. So this homeschool mom I met, she told me what to do. She recommended a curriculum and a book. It was just literally a book. I even have a TikTok video on it. And I just went and bought the book at Barnes and Nobles for like 15 bucks. And I started it and she started reading. I was so amazed. And then we added a math book and just like little by little, we just started adding. And it just continued year after year. Wow. Cause I'm a high school math teacher. Oh, okay. So I need, I think I need, um, and yeah. I need to homeschool my kids so I can become the best high school math teacher. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. one day, yeah, <laughs> I need to do that. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I, but that's the thing is like, we have so many resources now, you know, in our modern society. Oh, yeah. And I tell my kids that I'm like, you guys are all smart. You guys have it in you. And I tell them because sometimes, and sometimes I, um, I think, you know, like I tell them, um, yeah, you guys have it in you to learn the stuff with the material in front of you, you know? Yes. 
I'm not the be all and end all of all knowledge. No. And I and I tell them like some of them they get into the habit of like copying the answers mm-hmm. when I write on the board. And I'm like, you learn zero from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just stopped writing model answers on the board mm. and um and just like tell them they need to struggle. And I said, you know, you need to make mistakes. You need to think about it on your own. Um, because that's the only way that your brain can become stronger Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they just yeah yeah, that's absolute truth Mm -hmm. Mm, so I really yeah I'm still amazed that that that's how it came to be for you but I think uh we have to be like I I think in one of your TikToks you said you know and it sticks with me what you said is like you're the one with the skin in the game Mm -hmm. that's what can you just elaborate on that idea yeah I mean there were a lot of people who are offended upset told me I was wrong all of this and you know you have that no matter what like with um in parenting as you go throughout everybody has an opinion but you the parent is the only one who has skin in the game and I remember there were some teachers who got really offended like are you saying that we don't care about our students I'm not saying that but when a child is struggling for example it's the parent who takes them to tutoring it's the parent who pays for therapy right? It's the mm. parent who suffers when a child is suffering. Mm. Once, your, once your student finishes your grade, do you meet them after school for years on end caring for them? Like my kids, I am still caring for them in one way or another, right? Like my daughter's computer just busted. Her father is there trying to like troubleshoot and fix it and help her. I don't see any past, you know, parent or teacher or anyone who had an opinion coming in to help her now. That's what I mean is that their well-being affects your life the most. Mm. That's it. That's all I mean. Their Mm. well-being, their success, it affects you. And in fact, I was working on something else today and, um, you know, I was looking at scripture and was talking about, and it was talking about raising a fool, right? Um, As the Bible tells us, and it says, Proverbs 17, 21. It is painful to be the parent of a fool. There is no joy for the father of a rebel. Uh, 17, 25. Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. And that's true, right? Our children who are suffering or who are foolish or straying away from the Lord, they bring us pain. You don't see the neighbor crying over them. Mm-mm. You see what I mean? Mm-mm. And that's all I'm saying by that. So you, the parent, you have to make those decisions accordingly because this is your child. Mm. Yeah, and I think for me, I'm a teacher and I do try, I'm very conscious of the fact, like for me, because my worldview is from a Christian worldview, which, you know, believes in the Mago Day, which every single person has, has an image of God in them. I'm always conscious. I, I call, and you know, in my head, I'm just like, these, these are gifts. You know, these children, yeah. every single one of them, I guess. And uh, I'm always conscious of the fact that at the end of the day, um, you know, the parents are the ones who, who like you said, who, ha- who uh, are going to be the, the biggest, um, they have the biggest stake in their child's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get frustrated as a as an educator because I feel like, and we were discussing this before I started recording, is is um, 
politically this idea that parents don't know what's best for their children oh. but the state does that's just you know so yeah. it is but it's happening i can and we spoke about it before there's a lot of things at school that the parents are legally not told about yeah that's um yeah so like um you can the children can get um you know if i'm going to be really controversial and mention it is um young people can get abortions at school without the parents knowing now they can get hormone treatment if they have gender dysphoria without their parents knowing or having given permission and for me that's really worrying uh and yeah i just i, I just don't don't like this idea that um parents are seen as you can't trust them with the well-being of their own child and so we have to protect them as the state yeah I, what's the point of having children at that point though do you know what i mean like i don't understand then what's the point of a family of, of kids if you don't know what's good for them and you have to hand them over to the state like that's what i don't understand because i then there's no point in me because i'm assuming the parents are still the ones who have to change the diapers who still have to pay for the kids like you know clothing and stuff like why would i do that yeah. yeah i think it's the whole especially if we're talking about mental health issues to do with students and the confidentiality i'm always and you know we don't let parents know i'm like but you're basically a stranger yeah teachers are basically strangers to, to the students yeah um how how dare you think that parents don't have the best interests of their own children of their own children at heart yeah yeah and that's why i'm like homeschooling seems like a really good option for oh, <laughs> and I'm a teacher. it is and i'll tell you and i think if you've seen my videos you'll know that i had a lot of concern about it because you know i failed algebra one two times i had a really bad public school education i was an immigrant i was in the uh, philadelphia school system that was really bad as it was and then just all the other problems with it i was you know my my family moved in the middle of seventh grade i ended up missing things it was just really bad and so i did not feel confident mm. but i had the love of my kids and mm. just the tenacity that comes from being the closest to them mm. to be able to just keep trying and trying and trying and get it right does that make sense and yes. that's what you need more than anything yeah it's like it's like i carried them through i gave them birth and i carried them through all the way through 18 and even that like through college and things like that and we just keep doing what is best for the child and to think like the government knows it's just so absurd because if your child struggles and somehow like ends up in jail who's crying the government yeah, like, yeah. the government's crying over their soul like come on like that's such a... no. no of course not who's staying up late at night crying and over their children the mom the dad yeah they're the ones who suffer yeah i think that's what makes me really angry i mean like i mentioned i'm not married i don't have kids but i i think it has a lot to do with my worldview of um that you know families are the foundation of society and i keep on telling people this i'm like you can't you like human beings make up society you know parents make children and families make up society so we should be encouraging strong relationships between parents yeah. and their children but Absolutely. i don't feel like that's happening in the education system where we're thinking that the theories that we you know that are um formed at university 
that they, they're paramount to how we should deal with society and with the education of children. Mm. So this idea that our parents' values and their way of thinking is outdated and, you know, um, we need to protect the the new ideas and the new cultural norms that children are forming, that the education system is kind of basically um, I'm really trying to pick my words carefully here, but you know, that influencing them to have, and we're, we're, we're kind of like, we see ourselves as the protector of children as educate as, as part of the education system, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I and I disagree. I'm really against that. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I said, who knows the, what's in the best interests of the child more than the parents who mm-hmm. one made the choice to have them. And two, are changing, have changed your diapers, are paying for everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, you can't, you can't have my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. And I think, I, I think, um, like I mentioned before, I, I come from a, um, you know, a community that is the marginalized ethnic community in New Zealand and, but a very conservative community. Mm-hmm. So I'm very worried for my parents, you know, from, yeah. you know, um, because um, they they will have very similar values to you and I, which are kind of at odds with the progressive yeah. ideas that are being pushed in the educa- public education system. So, yeah. Uh, so we're up to our second to last question. How How has your family benefited from homeschool? Um, I, I mean, the one, you know, com- compared to public school education here in the U.S. Um, and so I'm only talking about public school education here. My, um, my nieces and nephews, almost all of them have gone through public school. And so I don't want to be like, these are benefits of homeschooling that only I got because of homeschooling. And it can't happen in public school because here in, in, in America, we do have a little bit more, um, you know, like parent and teacher interaction. We can pull kids out of certain things if we know, if we know about it, all of that. But for my family with homeschooling, it has definitely fostered a lot more time in scripture a lot more passing on of faith discussions things that you that are so invaluable just overall being able to walk with my children as they grow up and talk about all the things that i feel like they need in order to live a godly life and then on the other side is um, just the practical stuff is that they're very independent they can teach themselves anything i mean like truly like because they have that go getterish like okay i'm in control of my education they taught themselves a lot of subjects with me guiding or supervising because after a point there was only so much i could do but they know how to teach themselves and my one son he graduated college with an accounting degree graduated you know with honors and all that and after and on his graduation day he goes Mom, I want you to know that I slept through or I missed as many classes as I could, but I taught myself everything. And now you can't yell at me for not going to class. <laughs> but, um, but he was able to do that. And it's it's that kind of freedom that comes because it also 
makes you feel like if there are things in life that are on that are making you unhappy or causing you anxiety which is you know people when they have depression or anxiety a lot of it is like a lack of control like they feel like they have no control over something in their life mm. but if you feel like you have control over your life like you know what i can i have the strength to be able to make these changes then that just benefits you right that mm. is good for the health to be like i hate my job well then what do i do next i find a new one how am i going to arrange things save money at what point will i quit like all of that but you take a lot more into your own hands to live your life and that is a huge huge benefit it's mm. amazing thank you for that yeah i totally get that because um part of i was like a top student at my high school and when i got to university i basically crashed and burned because and i realized and even my family said this because my sisters are quite different from me but they said it's because you're a spoon feeder at, at high school mm. and i see that in my students that they basically wait for me they see me as the as the all-knowing you know person of maths and they're just waiting for me to tell them the answers or pour my knowledge into them i'm like no you guys have the knowledge Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, it's and I'm. T- I tell them, I go, if um, when you, once you get to university, you're on your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's life, right? You're on your yeah. own. You got to figure yeah. things out. You don't have a teacher there telling you what to do and making up a schedule for you and all of that. So yeah, yeah. Thanks for. Um, so my last question for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry for oh, my yeah. family going back and forth in the background. <laughs> oh, no problem. Yeah, I'm on a family holiday now. Um, so my last question for you is, uh, what what advice do you have for parents who are thinking about homeschooling, and um, for young people who, you know, who are thinking of asking their parents to put them through homeschooling? Or mm-hmm. is that if you, you know, this isn't even about homeschooling, but if you have unrest in your soul, if you are uncomfortable and unhappy with something in life. And if you are unhappy with the way your family is going, with the way that education is going, with what's happening with your kids in school, then do something to change it because you can change it. And rather than feel helpless or hopeless, know that there is, especially these days with the internet, there is so much out there. And don't think about like how I'm, how am I going to finish all the way through and graduate them out? How are they going to go to college? Like all that will work. You just need enough of God's grace to just deal with the next day, to just handle the next week. That's all you need, just step by step. And and what I always say that like, if you are just complaining in your heart all the time because you're so unhappy about the situation, answer it. Don't just let it fester and don't feel like, oh, I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that um. goes the same, and that goes the same for the kids. I mean, they may not be able to convince their parents, but at the same time is then find um, find alternatives. Do you know of an online school that you want to do? Like, how would you do that? Set up the curriculum, like find all that information, present it to your parents and see what they say. Mm, that's so amazing. And I think that's what, like, I just hope a lot of, especially Christian parents listen to this because they have no idea what's happening in the education system and just how, uh, yeah, just how much they're being kept in the dark about mm-hmm. what's happening and i'm trying to through my podcast through just to our just personal conversations let them know like our education system doesn't respect your rights as parents they're keeping a lot of things away from you and you need to be really 
you know building a strong relationship with your kids to let them know that they can tell them anything that's happening at school this is a lot of yeah oh my gosh thank you so much Ruth um it was so nice meeting you yes yes this is the first time i've met ruth i've been a fan and and you know it's one of i'm very lucky that you're that you're exactly how i imagined you'd be (laughs) even better just really um i pray that yeah that this podcast um helps others who are who are thinking about homeschooling and especially just i think what i like what you about what you've said in this interview is this idea that um people have control you know of of what's happening um, yes. especially in terms of the education yes and and you've given us some really awesome tips and how to do that so um yeah that's it i hope it is, yeah it is i just want to add that i feel so convicted and i feel so grieved for the struggles that um christian parents are going through especially in your country and so that is one of the reasons why i started making videos because of all people i am not the one that god should have chose to be homeschooling right like because i had so many faults and and issues and stuff but god if i can do it truly i do believe anybody with a will and energy can do it and that's why i put out my videos i'm making youtube videos on how to like teach every subject and all of that and if anybody ever did have questions that i hope i would be able to help you all you have to do is just reach out and can you just mention your uh tiktok uh-huh uh, I, i'm it's ruth han therapy r-u-t-h-h-a-n therapy that's for tiktok and for instagram awesome thank you so much ruth to my listeners i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did and please join me on my next episode of you talk to me talk, talk. talk.